0: Hello and welcome to episode forty-one of That's a Shame. This is, I think, mm-hmm. it is one of is it our first? It is. two as long as I know what you're about to part episode. Yes. Well, isn't that something? I am Declan and I am Isaac and welcome to the inaugural opening part uh-huh. of our. Alton Towers, two-part bonanza. Now, some people might be like, I don't really care
1: about Alton Towers. I don't know what it is. I've never been there. Why should I listen well? This isn't just a tale about two delightful people venturing to the nation's best theme park. Oh, no. There's so much more. There's intrigue. There's deception. There's adrenaline. This is a thriller. There's fear. And we're going to recount it all as it happened. This was not planned because originally... Our plan for this episode, as we mentioned in the last one, was just like our Thought Park episode four? Three. Three. (laughs) One day, (laughs) we were just going to go through and uh, talk about like general observations and try and squeeze some comedy out of the rock
0: that is a theme park. (laughs) A trip that you didn't come on.
1: (laughs) Um, But, I mean, it took a turn. And, uh, we hope you'll, you'll stay for the story. It's going to be slightly different. We're going to do plugs up front and we're going to try and keep it a slightly different tone. Let's see how long that is maintained for. A tone of <laughs> we're all sat around the campfire. This is practice for our Halloween episode, which will be coming at Halloween time. Um, and when we
0: say episode, we mean month. Yes. Because <laughs> I love Halloween.
1: Remember how I used to have all my Halloween decorations up at uni all yeah. year round? <laughs> That's not well. <laughs> That's a normal. Um, but, yeah, we're all, like, gathered round. We're roasting whatever those are called, marshmallow, small things, handing out, like, hooch that Declan's made in the back of his van. Um, we're drinking it from jam jars. It's lovely. It's a very hipster vibe. So, settle in, sit back for the most relaxing. Oh, no, I haven't done the plugs yet. Okay, so <laughs> you can email us. We love – there are bits of this story, um, maybe not the first part so much as the second – but maybe you'd like to play a game of what might happen in the second part, depending on how much of a cliffhanger we manage to conjure <laughs> up uh, out of a real world happening. But you can email us, ts TAS at shame.city. We always like to hear your thoughts, your feedback, and in particular, we'll have some calls to action related to the story we're going to tell about like advice like is it is it just us or is going to be a theme of this show yeah um otherwise twitter at that's shamecast at cynical Declan, at isaac bd word of mouth is best of mouth tell a friend Shame dot city slash mail we've recorded a grand total of two special segments whilst at uh alton towers so we're gonna send those out to the mailing list i just decided so get on that but now set the scene The day was... The prologue. Yes, prologue. Okay, yeah, so this is weeks ago.
0: We've alluded to this Mm. previously, um, that we decided in some mutual time off, which is always... (laughs) That's the one. ...that we would head to Alton Towers. We enjoyed our Thought Park special. Yeah. We figured that we'd go into Alton Towers. We enjoyed
1: going there as well as the special.
0: Yeah. But it was very much still a research trip. Definitely. Uh Um, And I had recently... Um, been driving back from the Peak District and had realised that Orton Towns wasn't quite as far away as I thought. I thought it was essentially the Shetlands. In my head, it was basically another world. Yeah. Uh, But it turns out it's in Stoke. Which is how many hours? Uh, Three hours. Yeah, that's fine. That's nothing. So we booked our tickets. But the thing is, is that it is far away enough that you wouldn't ever, ever in your life want to have to drive there and then drive back the same day. I know I wouldn't want to. Um, cause there's a lot of walking around in a
1: day. We were exactly. getting there for what they call like rope up or rope down or something at theme parks, I think. And, uh, we were going to leave us when it's shut. Like we're not, we're not doing it half heartedly. No, we're not part-timers. And if you're walking around all day, especially at Alton Towers, which, which is huge. huge by British theme park standards. Um, then it's, you know, that's a full-on experience. And you want to be able to drink in the day. You don't have to
0: worry about, right, back in the car, go (laughs) all the way home to our depressing, normal lives. No. And so... We decided that the best thing to do would be uh, modern travellers that we are booking an Airbnb. Yeah. B and B. B and B, of course. Um, So we had a little look. Now... Obviously, there are some restraints to where we can stay. Uh-huh. First of all, it has to be somewhere at least relatively close, not really more than an hour away. Yeah. Otherwise, it sort of defeats the purpose. I can't remember if we talked about this in the last... Yeah, uh, we did a little bit. Because we found I'm some places it. that were, like,
1: comical, like the Shepherd's Hut. The Shepherd's Hut. Or the one the that mansion. was offering us ten beds for two people. And it was only when we broadened our radius, our search radius, that we began to find places that, that might be... All right to stay in.
0: Yeah. And also, as entertainers, professionals, Mm, podcast hosts, we were looking for somewhere with... that's right. (laughs) We were looking for somewhere that was uh, a little more interesting than just your average house. yeah. Or, also, as poor people, (laughs) we were looking for somewhere (laughs) somewhat cheap. Yeah. And as we did explain, we found somewhere that sounded slightly mental.
2: Mm.
0: Uh, We found a, a place that offered therapy, yep. as well as the cheapest night you've ever spent <laughs> anywhere. It was going to be like 20... I
1: think we paid 26 pounds Yeah. So 12, um, 12 each for a night. Yeah. That's preposterous. Little did they know that the price was indicative of something <laughs> a little bit more, and that the ultimate
0: price... Was our hubris <laughs> that we played this up to you, listeners? Yeah, we like, said we we said we wanted uh, the offbeat. Yeah, we said that we wanted the, the macabre to explore an adventure. We got more than maybe we, we did for <laughs> anyway. Chapter one. What's chapter one going to be called? Um, it's going to be called "Fucking Four AM." <laughs> so okay. We went to bed really early, which is not something it was that was really good. I was do. really proud. And what what I was proud of more was that we actually went to sleep early. Mm. Very often. I'm very good at going up to bed at nine o'clock, but I'm even better at staying up till four. That's the way. <laughs> so we had to. We knew that we had to leave at half past four. So we went up. We put on a series of unfortunate events. The film. Yeah. What a good film that great is. Great film. If you disagree, uh, take your listenership elsewhere. Uh-huh. Don't bother. I fell asleep in the second half and
1: then woke up one second before the credits, which was really <laughs> disappointing. It's like the final shot of the film, and then into the really good credit music. So that was good. We'd done well. The alarm
0: went off at four, earlier than four. The one no one went off at four. Oh okay. Oh yeah. And then was the another one off alarm. Like half four. Uh-huh. We had fifteen minutes. We were in the car. I wasn't able
1: to have a shower, so I had to do one of my shower in the sink showers because otherwise I can't. Deal with
0: the world, rip in peace. Yeah, but we got in the car.
2: Yeah,
0: we had our stuff. Yeah, we were coming back tonight, Wednesday night, as it were. Yeah, uh, to Isaac's. So I'd packed all my clothes for coming to stay for a while. We got in the car. We were planning McDonald's breakfast, and mm-hmm. off to McDonald's breakfast we went. We nearly hit a curb.
1: I was all right, Not
0: yeah. uh not physically, not literally. I mean, as in we nearly hit an obstacle uh-huh. with breakfast. Oh yeah, we bar- arrived too <laughs> early. Imagine that being too early <laughs> for McDonald's breakfast. That's a problem
1: no one should ever have.
0: We arrived at 4.55 or 15, something yeah. and, uh, and the, the bloke took our order. He did that little wanky thing of uh, like,
1: just so you know, lads, yeah, like but I'm a cool guy. I'm one of you, but a, a less cool version of me might be a stickler for the whole 5 a.m. thing because
0: the m- muffins might not be ready. Like, okay well thank you so much but worse than that he couched it in the most preposterous t- p- preposterous terms of well if, if you're coming back tomorrow <laughs> yeah no i make this a daily thing now like people how many people are there do you reckon 5am every day 454 every day oh, sorry yeah it's like well
1: if it's not ready now
0: i'm Look, not no, having any nobody comes at 454 more than once No, they, they learn their lesson
1: yeah it sets into event. And are you familiar with The Butterfly Effect? <laughs> We've been watching the terrible
0: programme. Uh, like, across the board, yeah. terrible. Um, 13
1: Reasons Why. And in, in the classic style of like a plot that has put no thought into any of its own machinations, it just reached for The Butterfly Effect to kind of loosely explain. By episode three. It. Yeah, about one minute in. Um, in a similar fashion, though, the decision, I, I, if we were to work backwards from what was we know is going to happen, and what you'll find out, dear listeners, do, do you think that, our, like, could we have changed the course of the day
0: if we'd arrived, like, slightly later, if we'd had a different order? I think if we'd arrived slightly later, things might have been easier later on. Okay. Because we did arrive at Alton Towers an hour and a half early <laughs> again not a problem that you experience often no but never like we, we we worked in about half an hour Leave worth me. of traffic mm-hmm. um, but then none hit none
1: <laughs> we actually hit the opposite of traffic yeah. we hit a jet stream <laughs> and managed the to win. Like, we had the yeah, wind with us it's like in Finding Nemo when the turtles go and <laughs> yeah, that current all the way to fucking where do they go Australia yeah it goes to Sydney don't oh he? yeah that's right well, we didn't go to Australia. We went to Thornton Towers. We went to Stoke. Incredibly
0: quickly. The speed of light. So that if you check out our Instagram...
1: <gasps> at uh, mm, <laughs> That's a shame cast, maybe? I think
0: so. Not, we posted to it like three times. Yeah. Um, um, which we launched for this day in particular. Yeah. Uh, you'll see that we were literally the first vehicle into the car park. <laughs> yeah,
1: oh yeah there's a little boomerang here. Uh, yeah, it was quite depressing. Um But also a nice adventure.
0: Yeah, and we weren't technically an hour and a half early because they, um, for those who booked online, they opened the park an hour before official opening. So that
1: was one of the benefits of booking online. One of the downsides was that, as we read in the reviews last time, we'd paid £10 more than everyone else to park
0: and we were the only car there. And what was really annoying was that they were really rubbing it in our face because everywhere around the park... There were just signs that it was wow. six quid to
1: park, the cheapest parking this side of the Trent.
0: So that was all fine.
1: We got into the park after a while. We had to walk the monorail. In a great sign, was experiencing technical difficulties when it hadn't even run yet. So that was unfortunate. And we had to walk all along the outside. And Alton Towers is set in the middle of fucking nowhere. It's just it, forests. I mean,
0: all I I found that most theme parks are like this. That they do kind of come out of nowhere. Yeah that you can't really see them. You're not like sitting in a cafe 10 miles away going, oh, look, look, look there's Thorpe Park over there. Yeah, but, but you'd be
1: more likely to see Thorpe Park because it has tall rides, whereas Alton Towers has a uh, some sort of like restriction
0: on how high they can build. Yeah. And also a lot of it is kind of like valid. Yeah. Um, so all of a sudden you're there. You're just driving along a country road and there's a fuck off huge site <laughs> for, for Alton Towers and you turn in. And it's enormous. Yep. Certainly by British standards would be said. I remember at this
1: point in the car park, I received texts. Because it was about what time would it have been by now? It was like. By the time we arrived. We arrived at about half past eight. Yeah. And somewhere between half eight and nine o'clock, I got a text from um should we what name should we use? Angela. Angela. Okay. Let me just get that in my brain. Uh Angela texted saying let me find the exact terminology. She said Hi, the house is free on date requested. Well, that was today.
0: <laughs> that's good news. So,
1: and um, she'd already confirmed on Airbnb some week before. Yep. But it was lovely for her to just keep us updated there. She has a quite particular text style. It's all lowercase. Um, there are lots of words missing. If she gets to the point. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair enough. If Didn't if she think anything of it. I thought well, that's good. Glad that it's still free and that she's checking to confirm. Um, and off we went
0: walking around into the park itself. At this point, there are a few rides open and they're very cleverly scattered across the park so that their nun is particularly busy. Uh-huh. Um, so we went on Nemesis a few times, didn't we? Yes. And this is the original Nemesis. You may remember that there's a Nemesis at Thor Park as well. Don't go thinking it's that This one. is the OG Nemesis. Yeah. And what they've done, the Nemesis
1: itself, the concept they've gone for is what would it be like... To be so cold (laughs) that your very breath turns into shards of ice as you inhale. Because it was... I don't know why it was. It was like... It must have been in a really shady area or something. But it wasn't that cold a day. And going on that ride... It was because I had to take my jacket off to put, like, phone and stuff in. In the helpful system they have to avoid (laughs) theft. Of of, open boxes. And then a big sign that says, leave your stuff here. And then a bigger sign next to you that says... You can leave your stuff here, but it's <laughs> fucking on you when it inevitably gets robbed and what's also great that we observed on every ride is that you know how when you like go back into the loading station so the ride's over there's normally some like air brake to bring it to like a full halt, and then you're kind of queued up behind just outside of the the loading area you can watch other people getting on the next one and that one goes in and goes off and In the time that those people are getting off, you watch them kind of go to where you know. <laughs> Your phone, wallet, car keys, house keys, <laughs> sunglasses, fucking passport or whatever are. And you'd just be so totally helpless. You, you'd be just <laughs> strapped into a
0: big robot. It'd be like when... Uh- the ghost of Christmas present takes Scrooge <laughs> to see Tiny Tim die. <laughs> and he's just screaming into the into the void. Just, no! Impotent. <laughs> um, but we didn't get robbed, which is nice, thankfully. In
1: a way, we did. We got robbed in that he made us pay for a plastic bag yeah we and didn't, I, I know you're supposed to pay for plastic bags at like Sainsbury's and stuff but that's but to deter you from
0: using them too many regularly. times regularly yeah. this
1: was because we wanted a bag to put our like phones and stuff in
0: and it's really interesting that there are kind of uh, rules about who does and doesn't have to charge for plastic bags be sure it's interesting because it sounds
1: no, terribly dull. very very interesting <laughs> let me
0: pause this is like a 20 minutes this is one tangents. of those uh, like dream sequence interludes between <laughs> chapters <laughs> No, um, but I'm certain that they don't have to charge. No, I think he just decided. was a problem. He decided fair enough. That he just didn't want to give us the smallest, flimsiest fucking piece of plastic you could ever hope to keep your belongings. <laughs> Even though we were the only people in the whole of the Alton Towers
1: at this <sighs> point. No, Nemesis is good, but here's the thing about it. And we've discussed this. We talked about this at Thought Park, definitely. One of the themes of theme parks in this country is a lack of effort. And. <laughs> What we observed with Nemesis and a few others is that they're all like the story behind them, which they try and deliver to you a bit in the ride and a bit in the queue, but not terribly much at all. The story behind lots of them is... So we were building a ride... You'll never guess what happened. We
0: found this other ride. <laughs> <laughs> it's so <laughs> We unearthed a ride that was already here. Imagine lacking the imagination <laughs> to be like, okay, well, how, what kind of fictional worlds can
1: we conjure here? We've got a whole of, like, just any concept we could explore. It could be some kind of magical incident that went wrong. It could be archaeologists unearthing some ancient treasure. We're building rides. What if we te- write what you know? we're building a ride all of a sudden nemesis was there so i mean our job was done but now there's an alien all we had to do was convince him to sit here for for two decades
0: and And not fucking uh, move
1: (laughs) so that's a bit of a shame but yeah the story is just he just appeared and he i think he is a ride isn't he it's not like they didn't build a ride so you could look at him or well, like <laughs> fight him in any way he just like you're riding him. he's got horrible kind of
0: tendrils that turn into roller coaster track it's very very horrible odd odd concept but Fun. we went on it a few times yeah the well, bracing cold was I enough
1: do. to wake us up made me cry within one second i look like it's, i've been like it's a beautiful everyone i
0: knew <laughs> all at once very upsetting but it set us in good stead yes it was. I picked me up for the rest of the day. Uh-huh. Dum dum. Chapter two.
1: <laughs> I wondered what the fuck you do. Dum dum. What's that? slow order. Two. Oh, is it? We should have done like editing the twenty-four noise between all of these. That'd be so funny. <laughs> do, do, but do, given do. that it's already twenty-five minutes late going up for this episode, <laughs> I think you'll just imagine. Them. We we have to meet in the middle here. Um, the park began to wake up. As it neared its proper What's time. What's chapter two called? Chapter two is called uh, VR. I More hardly like even know. Fuck up. off. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a ride at Th- Alton Towers. I fucking hate that it's thought park in my head. So I can't oh, get really I can't stop this. it. it. <laughs> um, a ride at Alton Towers called Air, and it's everyone who's been on it that I've ever spoken to describes it as like one of the loveliest roller coaster experiences. It's just incredibly smooth, and it's a really nice. Unlike Nemesis and most others, it's not really trying to have a theme. It's just supposed to be, it'd be nice if you could fly. (laughs) That's (laughs) the theme. And what it is, imagine this with me. You're sitting in a chair, like at your desk or whatever. All of a sudden, a big, one of those scoops that digs snow comes up behind you and picks you up and then tilts backwards. And you're kind of strapped in a like... Prone position. Yeah, facing the ground. But you're held in. It doesn't feel like you're just sort of... Dangling, Not then, until the end. Not until the end when you are just dangling <laughs> above uh, like two feet of pavement, which is a bit of a, a shame. Puddle. But before that, it does feel like you're kind of strapped into a like a jet pack or something. Mm. And then it just flies around and it's, it's on the longer side, I would say. Yeah. You feel like you've had a good run. So what they thought when they, you know, when the future came knocking on our door and we all thought, what's that going to be like? How are we going to cope with dealing with you know all these problems automation
0: how are we going to get around the fact that we've already got one of the country's most popular rides yes. that as we? it is it's already one of the most beautiful relaxing and interesting roller coaster hmm. experiences available I
1: what know. if we stopped you seeing any of it <laughs> what if we cover their <laughs> eyes and slow it down <laughs> Two for two. Ding, ding. So what they've done is they've hired... I don't know if you remember PlayStation 1 Harry Potter. They've (laughs) hired the visual artists who had been stuck in cryogenic sleep since the release of that <laughs> hello harry they are <laughs> i've made one pixel of space for you
2: i am professor albus uh, dumbledore albus the monkey dumbledore and i uh,
0: am the only living person with this dreadful graphics technology i'm
1: professor Quirrell, stuttering the wrong letter it's a dreadful shame. It's also like one of the first, I think it's the first game I ever played. So it will always have a fond place. But when we came to replay it, you become aware of how every character looks like they're <laughs> systematically designed to make fun of a different physical disability. It all looks very offensive.
0: It looks like a really, um, racially charged version of that but in Inside Out where they get deconstructed (laughs) going through the subconscious (laughs) it's it's very very shameful
1: but not to whoever designed it because they thought right we're going to call it Galactica obviously because why not um Where else can you fly, I guess, was the thought. Because they're like, okay, so it's a bit like flying. There's a lot of swooping going on. It kind of, the whole thing rotates. So at one point you're just lying flat on your back on a roller coaster, which is a really cool experience. Um, A lot cooler when you can see the sky than see instead. They tried to design this kind of simulator VR experience that was hard to follow, not least of all because it had no obvious correspondence with any of the motion that was going on
0: no that was the most disappointing is that at, at least you were sort of hoping that if you've been on one of those there's a really good one at disneyland the star wars yeah star um, tours it's yeah called. where you're sat in the seat and it kind of rocks you back and forth as yeah. you go it along can be the amazing video the, the it's experiences. and that so less is happening to you yeah but you feel like you're with it yeah. this we were moving at What, 50, 60 miles an hour? You're on like a Literally flying through the air. And I couldn't have felt more. (laughs) Like I was just in bed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it's because your brain is kind of wired to... Whenever you experience VR, whether it is on a simulator or just with like a gear VR or whatever, you are static. So I think your brain's on some level really used to the idea that this is a facsimile of motion. So when it was doing the whole like beginning bit which in the VR was like you were going through some launch circles of some kind, like a fucking Sonic it was just speed boost. It was just a big
0: rip-off of port. Yeah, like.
1: it just didn't feel like you were moving. So it was a shame overall. But, oh yeah, and there was a bit where, <laughs> this is really silly, there was a bit where you're going forwards on the roller coaster, like you could feel enough of what was going on to know that you're basically always going forwards, because otherwise it's stopped. And the camera, or your first-person perspective of what was going on in your like vr world suddenly like panned really slowly across to follow a planet exploding You're like well it doesn't feel like i'm doing that i imagine quite a lot of people made to feel sick by that vr because it's so bad but we did it again without vr and it was a lot infinitely better, better. yeah so it's an argument against the technology of the future really
0: um not necessarily maybe that's why their next project is a wooden roller coaster yeah. <laughs> they've had such- they're such going retro <laughs> yeah that's such like poor feedback the one after
1: that is just going to be a really big man that just shakes you up and down <laughs> for a
0: bit and shatters you. Having fun? pushes you around, <laughs> kicks you down a hill.
1: um We should have a little sidebar to mention all of the shame, the kind of tangential shame that you find at a theme park, which Orson Towers has really embraced. So they have these zones, and you know how Disneyland's like very, very clear about what its theming is. in everywhere but in its separate zones as well like they fire people if you have Cowboy Mickey out of Frontierland he has taken take him out back and <laughs> shot to death by the original Mickey Um, Thorpe um, fucking hell Alton Towers has sort of embraced a similar idea um, and they have places like Mutiny Bay the Dark Forest in which every ride is based on trees
0: but <laughs> it's based around being close wise. to yeah, trees it's like
1: the have a ride called Rita, which used to be called
0: Rita Queen of Speed. And there's a, they literally have a sign on the ride that uh-huh. says from 2005 to 2009, Rita was called Rita Queen of Speed, but lost this secondary title due to mysterious circumstances. <laughs> what could those be? <laughs> Couldn't be bothered to write it everywhere. The original
1: theme of Rita was like, you're in a really fast car. Cause it's one of those that has a really fast launch and they've kept the car vehicle, and the only way they've themed it into their new dark forest is at the beginning, Someone ha- some old man voice actor goes, you have to escape from the forest. Go, go, go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it like, doesn't make me feel the story. And, and <laughs> well, at least on this one, I appreciate that they haven't tried to shove it down your throat because there is no theme <laughs> yeah. throughout the whole queue. Not a jot. <laughs> but they have a...
1: round where Nemesis was, I can't remember what it's called, that zone, but whatever it was... They decided to keep all the like snack areas and the the little games, you know, that game where you, the claw from Toy Story that gets the aliens, yeah. that sort of thing. They just put the word forbidden in front of everything. She so had forbidden claw. <laughs> forbidden forbidden s- truckers. <laughs> which was a two by two meter, uh, just sort of whole. arena
0: for cars. Yeah,
1: like remote control cars that you pay a pound. And it was like, it's forbidden to drive these trucks. Put a pound in. <laughs> Off you go. Okay, come on. Fair uh,
0: forbidden, forbidden sweep,
1: <laughs> which was the world's slowest one of
0: those. Like uh, it was like a Takeshi's Castle. Yeah, game. where a big
1: arm swings round, and you've got to avoid just it. jump over it. But it was going about no miles an hour. And um, at different points of the park, they'd done this to different with different words, but it was basically all the same. So there was the forbidden one, and mutiny. Everything was just pirate. Yeah, <laughs> like a pirate sweep, pirate shoot. In the, the spooky bit it was like demon, whatever the target practice thing is. Oh yeah. Is lazy is what I'm getting at. Very
0: lazy. Um there was we when when we went back on air for the second time without coming VR. coming back round to go on it, there was a man standing at the entrance to the ride oh, who he was who weird. worked for Alton Towers. And as we were walking towards the entrance, he kind of started walking towards us in that way that people do so if you if someone's been left somewhere you know like uh when you go to when you're at school and you'd be coming to a lesson maybe you're two minutes late or something and uh there's someone standing outside the classroom and they start walking up to meet you and they go oh we're not in here today we're in uh Mm -hmm. we're in b1 we're in the computer room and you're like, oh cheers mate thanks very much and walk away he came at us with that kind of Pregnant with information. Yeah, that sort of inhalation mm. of—he's uh, about to Ooh. talk to us, and he said nothing. He came so close. <laughs> he said right and I out nothing.
1: It was like he was squaring up for a fight,
0: and then he just ducked away and moved past us. It was really odd. It was very. Odd. It was a very little thing to do, but very disconcerting. I don't know that he actually does work for them. I <laughs> think you've just eaten someone's dog. jacket. I heard they
1: were building another
0: ride. Yeah. And you'll never guess
1: what emerged. The forbidden creep man. Some say he prowls the entrance to Galactica, approaching and then departing from strangers' vision, as he does. Yeah, so that was odd. There are quite a few odd people who worked there.
0: We spoke to some really nice people who worked there. Yeah, most of them were actually very nice and very uh, talkative. Yeah, Unlike Thought Park. Yeah, I, I guess... Being you have the, to work in a car park. Being north of Watford
1: probably helps. Yeah. Also, Alton Towers is nicer looking and it was a lot less busy. So we yeah. probably didn't have that
0: much to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, what rides should we target? I think Hex has to be something that we talk about. Okay.
1: Chapter three. Oh no, I didn't do the law and order thing. You do that. Dum-dum.
0: Great. Chapter three. I'm like that girl they got on to do Big Ben. <laughs> <laughs>
1: guys. I'll link to this in the show notes. There is the maddest video I've ever seen. A girl who thinks she's channeling the ghost of Dear Departed Spike Milligan, author of On the Ning-Nang-Nong and other poems, (laughs) comes on the news, like a British news show in the morning. Uh, The context is Big Ben's going to stop bonging for a bit because of no one gives a fuck because they're (laughs) repairing it. And the whole country's kicked off because we're too bored with our own lives to deal with anything else. And they've got this little girl on it must be about ten or something. And she is just I mean, an idiot. <laughs> There's no two ways about it. She offers in a very odd delivery of like slightly smirking. And her mouth is too wide open. It's like she
0: knows that she's got nothing to offer.
1: And then the presenter's like, So what what can you do to help? I don't know why they're putting out on her anyway, really. And she's like I could um so I'd live in the tower.
0: And I could Gong, I could, gong for I the could gong. bing when the bong
1: has to gong, and then I could bing bong the bong. Bing. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking? This is the news. It's all, there are wars going. I on. don't
0: like this genocide happening. <laughs> At least one. Yeah. I don't head. like deciding this about young children very early on. Just but going to fail. talentless <laughs> in every sense. Um. Anyway, hex.
1: Oh no. So a chapter for hex. What would it be called? Chapter three. Tree. Trees. Trees or <laughs> no <laughs> tree. <laughs> Um, now quite opposed to the very limited story of a ride like Nemesis or Air, Hex is an experience that describes itself as not being a white knuckle thrill ride, but one for challenging the mind and not the body. Bing!
0: (laughs) Sorry, that was, was, I think that was Isaac's phone as we're waiting in the queue for Hex. Well, I got a
1: text. text Hex. Yeah. Okay, let me see. I was very confused by this. We didn't plan this. I haven't done improv in a while, okay? <laughs> Have closed. you booked for the 19th? <laughs> Asks Angela. <laughs> it was the 19th. Let's remind ourselves. Yep. I'd already replied to the house is free on date requested. <laughs> I know it is. I booked it. That's today. Although saying the house is free after I booked it is an odd thing to say, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I was prompted at this point to, because I hadn't mentioned it before, To just be like, oh, hi, Angela, are you available for us to arrive between five and six? Thanks. No response for several more hours. We'll be on, like, chapter 80 by the time. (laughs) Sit in.
0: We actually don't have very long enough.
1: Um, Chapter three, Hex. Hex is, quite simply, the greatest thing you will ever see. It's the
0: greatest achievement
1: of mankind. It's, you know, the fourth dimension at Thought Park. Fuck off.
0: It's shit. Forget, you know, antibiotics. Yep crap dna going to the <laughs> going to the moon going to the moon made, barely it? happened yeah well, it didn't happen for most stanley of kubrick Earth. who cares
1: about all that because what hex is is the most convoluted series of short films and sets that you walk through to learn a very oddly specific story about the 15th earl of shrewsbury <laughs>
0: <laughs> how he spurned a beggar woman who
1: went she came up to him and said
0: Spare a farthing for an old beggar.
1: <laughs> and he went Fuck, Fuck off. off.
0: I I've got a farthing here, and he just broke it in half and at both pieces like host. But as he left, she put a curse on him. And the interesting thing about the curse is <laughs> is that it appeared in text on the screen in, the in a different tense to the way yeah. in which the narrator <laughs> delivered it. He delivered it in a most cl- he like, in the weird like, conditional. Way. It was like For uh, every branch of the, the will tree of wood. Fall. Fall. <laughs> A member of the Earl's family would die. Yeah,
1: And um, he becomes obsessed with this tree because you the never, same night, never guess, guess what? The tree's been there for a billion years. It said, I made that bit up. Like, the tree's <laughs> been there for a while. Then, it's the old oak. Exactly. The same night that she curses him, a storm rages through and uh, true to the curse, a branch comes off and an Unspecified <laughs> mem-
0: member of the earl's family dies. Imagine
1: fifteenth earl. I-
0: yeah, imagine specifying the fifteenth earl. Yep. that the beggar wanted a farthing. Yeah,
1: <laughs> spending three minutes on her like motivation. And then, only never to say,
0: say a member yeah, of his family. It was
1: his third cousin who gave a fuck, really. So he chains up the tree. He goes a bit as man. Like, as a warning. And he has a one man battle between science <laughs> and superstition. As, they put as it. just
0: himself. Yeah. They just keep the science of the supernatural.
1: <laughs> and they had even the most, like, young Frankenstein, that era shot of him just, like, cackling at a test tube.
0: It reminded me of uh, Naughty Norman in Fireman Sam, just pouring, <laughs> off, like, test tubes into each other. Anyway. All that's done. All that's done. You move into a, a second room. There's well, a little there's a film. Bit more madness. Where, where again, true to the form, they say. Anyway, we were building something in here, <laughs> and we discovered a like, room where he kept the branch
1: during standard restoration works to prepare for a new ride. We uncovered a the terrible The
0: secret tomb was yeah, discovered.
1: His vault, where he'd chained up this branch and gone mad trying to work
0: out how it worked, basically. So you go into this room. Yeah. And it's like a little amphitheatre. It's like the House of Commons kind of set up. You've got benches on either side and in the centre, the branch, the chained up
1: branch. True, true to the the legend. And to think they just happened upon this in the, the L secret vault, the 15th 15th L. I don't know if they specified Uh, that. Salisbury. Yeah. Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury. Yeah. Um, You sit down and you think, hmm, what's going to happen here? Because it's not a ride set up that implies a lot of motion because it's a really, Um, it's a small safety bar but one that still manages to puncture all of Declan's organs. Yes, it is nice. <laughs> in its sheer tightness. I've lost the quick. stone. <laughs> um, and there's no, you're in like a closed room. So there's no, you don't know what's going to happen, basically. The only thing that I thought might happen the first time I went on it was that it would be one of those like sudden drops. Oh, right. Yeah, like so. a lift that's gone <sighs> mad, like Tower of Terror. But what proceeds to happen is that gradually the room itself goes full on mental <laughs> and it starts to like disorientatingly.
2: Sp-
1: it just spin, tilts it just sort of tilts Yeah, when the lights, it, it the goes lights go down and then they come back on and the rooms are weird you look to angle. the side
0: and the whole room's tilted and you're like oh that's weird and then you start to sort of swing a little bit yeah
1: you can feel yourself like being thrown off balance
0: and then you go fully upside down within <laughs> moments
1: the whole room is rotating at 3000 rpm <laughs> And you are spinning the fuck out of it. But. Except. You're you're not. (laughs) It's the most incredible illusion. It's called a madhouse if you're into that sort of thing. And the way it works, like, it's fairly obvious how it works. And we even watched, in between going on it a few times, a video of that specific one from the outside to watch how the walls rotate as the uh, chair bit tilts. It never tilts more than 15 degrees in either way. And the illusion is just... So perfect that even with that in mind, you just cannot see it. It's just amazing. It's amazing. If it's you ever beautiful. get the chance,
0: go on hex eight hundred times at least, like we did. Chapter four. Oh no! I didn't do the noise again. Boom boom.
1: <laughs> Chapter four. Whatever's next. <laughs> <laughs> what should we focus on now? Well, essentially, the spooky path. We didn't tell you about the spooky path. Well, oh,
0: they'll yeah, have fun up to the main
1: slash mail for the spooky part. Live from the. Is path. that the name
0: of chapter four? <laughs> chapter five. <laughs> well, chapter four is that you know. The rest of the day was uh, was fairly nondescript really. Yeah, it was, there wasn't a huge amount of uh, of shame occurring because there, there weren't enough yeah, people exactly. there That's what I can say. There weren't enough like elements at play. We just which, had a nice day. Which wasn't great in terms of gathering <laughs> material, but it was great in terms of having fun. Yeah, because <laughs> we, we went, went on time.
1: everything loads of times. We didn't queue for more than a second. No. We went on the ride the Smiler that we told you about that was the one that caused people a lot of injuries and I sat next to it. It was great. It was Possibly the best ride there other than Hex. But I was sat next to a man from an indiscernibly European heritage who, who had every accent
0: at once. He was I'm, more afraid of this <laughs> ride than anyone has ever been of anything at any time it was in history. Mad. He was interrupting his own screams to start new ones. <laughs> just just because of the smallest change. Yeah. It's like he he'd got a base. Level of fear, which was just for each uh, scream. He was making this horrible, like vibrating noise. He's like, (laughs) and then each loop would be a no, like he was (laughs) was begging, shouting
1: no, like, and at that full where you can hear like the vocal cords
0: grinding. And then halfway through a no, there's a literally the smallest spray of water. It's like a mouse sneezed. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and he went no, no! <laughs> <laughs> it was just a whole new level,
1: that he didn't know he could even reach. He, he just wasn't ready. We saw him after he got off. He was like having a it's cigarette like, outside his hands. like, it's like somebody had been in a car Just accident. staring down, like re-evaluating his whole life. It was hilarious though. It made it good fun. Um But yeah, there wasn't a huge amount. Because it's... Bing!
0: A... Another text. Another text,
1: yeah. What would this be? Oh, because I texted to ask when we could check in. Yeah. Can you come around 4 to 4.30? Well... Park doesn't close till four, so that's a no. No. If not, my daughter will let you in after 6pm. Oh, that's good. Bing! Another text straight afterwards. Have you the address? Oh, no, we're getting a call. (laughs) She basically said, do you have the address? Um, Obviously, I do, because Airbnb gives you the address. Like, that's basic stuff. And um, she... What was the other thing she asked? She asked, have you got the address? And she asked... Oh yeah, she asked again, like, what time do you think you'll be coming? Um, still at this point, the idea was that we'd meet the daughter, because I replied to be like, we'll aim for after six. And she was like, that's fine. The idea is we knew it was we were going to go meet the daughter who'd let us in. And then, you know, she'd be back later on at a normal time. That was the expectation that we had. Yeah, exactly. Because we've done Airbnb before, you like meet the person, <laughs> You can text them or you can, like, message them via the website. And uh, it's quite a smooth process because you paid them to be smooth.
0: I suppose we had only paid £24. Would you say that we received £24 worth of smoothness? I would say that I am seeking compensation. (laughs) (laughs) From Airbnb? From the entire (laughs) county of wherever the fuck we were?
1: Um, Warsaw has a lot. to answer for yeah it really does what
0: let's wrap up what else is there to say nothing it sounds about like. Orton Towers.
1: yeah
0: I don't know I think I, I mean not that it's our usual style but it was really really lovely yeah there's go very there. little to complain just about just go have, have a taste give it a taste there was a a huge thing called foot darts oh yeah which was a huge inflatable dartboard with a kind of velcro surface and you had to kick you had to pay three pounds to have three balls and you had to kick them at the dartboard and get a combined score of 85 to win one of the most haunting emoji toys you could ever hope never to look at. Um, and we saw a deaf man go up to try uh-huh. and he missed the board. Well, no, he first did a kind of to camera
1: piece. He had like a helper who was there just to film him. Is
0: it still a monologue if it's sign language? I think
1: so. He did about a minute and a half of like setup that was just the most confident. Like it looked like he was filming one of those just do it Nike um, inspirational videos that was going to become the part of a drum and bass laden advert. He was like signing with just such bravado. Yeah. And just like pointing at the ball and pointing at the ball, being like, yeah, I've got this.
0: And he stumbled up to it and booted <laughs> it straight past it. He, did, he didn't just miss. This, this dart ball it was, was enormous. Bigger than anything you've ever seen. And he just booted it straight past. Second one booted it s- not far enough. No. <laughs> and then the third one booted the it straight The third ball at me. just withered into an atom because it didn't want to be abused like that. The longest cue we had all day was to uh, get on the monorail <laughs> to leave, um, um, which meant that we had lots of time to view all of the people who paid £6 for parking.
1: Jealous. I will
0: be writing to you, Orton Towers, about this. <laughs> yeah.
1: And there were no real generalisations we could make about the clientele either. It was quite varied, I think, on the yeah. whole. Yeah. There because was no Thorpe one stunning,
0: Park, let's face it, let's be no, honest. No, that's
1: true. Um, But Thought Park was very much a, a beacon of... I've it was actively ugly. <laughs> Alton Towers was just kind of general, I would say,
0: on the whole. Yeah. I think it was helped by the fact that it was very sparsely populated that yeah. day, which was good. Most of the people there were actually just ducks that lived on the, camp, yeah, the estate. Yeah, a rabbit or so. Oh, yeah, it was a lovely it rabbit. It was nice. Look. So we left. We left. We got in the car.
1: Set up the directions on the old Siri. And off we went. Airbnb was about an hour away. Is that right?
0: Yeah, it was about an hour and ten minutes uh-huh.
1: away. So we started the drive.
0: All fine. fine a nice drive. Yeah. Country roads. Normal kind of places. And, and then... then... <laughs> bit by bit, things started to get stranger. We drove through a village that was very hot fuzz-esque.
1: Mm. It had even one,
0: like, most perfect village. No, it was it's best
1: pe- kept village 2017
0: in the great village awards what i like about that award is that it doesn't imply any objective quality just that they haven't ruined what What? was there anyway (laughs) that's so true um but and i mean i think again the sort of icarus Mm -hmm. in us um really came out in that we um we were mocking it Mm -hmm. But in retrospect, it was a heaven. It was on
1: earth. Absolutely. It was Eden. <laughs> yeah, normality kind of started to fade and it became quiet. Like really quiet streets, but very uniform houses. And just it kind of looked and like we were on a set.
0: Yeah. And for me it was it was especially worrying because I had full view of the map mm-hmm. telling me how far away we were. And things were only getting worse in terms of our surroundings. But also we were only two minutes away from where we were supposed to be staying um when we were 100 yards away there was a full-on just security camera hanging over the whole street yeah just like off a big arm which you just don't get in suburban areas unless it's been called for (laughs) There have to be quite
1: a few crimes in the same place for anyone to bother to buy one Mm. yeah anyway
0: we Pulled up at number eight of the street. Just like Airbnb had said. And uh, there were a couple of people walking, some very suspicious looking dogs. They themselves looking (laughs) even more suspicious.
1: They say dogs look like their owners. These dogs (laughs) had some work
0: to do. (laughs) Give it a few years. Um, There were a bunch of children sitting in a sewer. Singing a fairy tale. Um, One, two, Freddy's, that kind (laughs) of vibe. So we pulled over. Isaac's phone was dead. Yeah. So I now had to call Angela. Yeah. Um, I called Angela and she gave me a cryptic riddle. <laughs> <laughs> My first is in stab you. <laughs> but not and an also in escape.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
1: It was to pull up to number t- the second so, house so of three.
0: So was, there was a car park near number eight. Yeah. But forget number eight. It's nothing to do with her, or us, or Airbnb. Red flag. Very, very big red flag that we're staying somewhere that we have not actually been told that we're staying. No. We were then told that there would be a selection of houses, one, two, three. We were to go to number two, knock on the door, and receive the key. It sounded like a drug deal. Already. Very, very much. It yeah. sounded like we were getting like we were going into a safe house. Yeah. <laughs> oh how ironic that name <laughs> is.
1: The key was delivered to us By in
0: the smallest child. You man. know,
1: in um like Skyrim or I think it probably comes from like Dungeons and Dragons originally, as all like RPG games do. But in Skyrim or Oblivion, you can pass or fail a speech check. So like you ask a shopkeeper for something cheap and he's like, fuck off. But if you're like Oh, darling shopkeeper, <laughs> your head is looking good. I assume that's what you say. Then he's like, Come on, I'll give it I'll give you two. We had to basically persuade a child, because she was like, My daughter will give you the key. The only person who answered the house, because she didn't answer the door, she answered the upstairs window
0: <laughs> was a seven-year-old so, yeah, child.
1: Who <laughs> was like, Hi, are you here for the key? It was like, This is very irresponsible to uh to to leave this in the hands of a child. Eventually we got the key. And it just got weirder from there. This has been episode 41, part one of uh, a yet-to-be-named saga, <laughs> two-part <laughs> saga.
0: And uh, we'll catch up on Sunday. Get ready for so many reg flags, you'll think this is a communist rally. <laughs> I've
1: been Isaac, you've been... Declan. And we'll see you... next... time.
2: Necessities, simple bare necessities Forget about your worries and your strife I mean the bare necessities Oh, love the Nature's recipes That bring the bare necessities of life Wherever I want Some honey just for me, the bare necessities of life will come to you. Sábado e